Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Dr. Key and Koi Pool are away, so the voice of doom has taken over Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Welcome, Merry Marvelites, to Marvel Movie News. I am Zach Wilson, the voice of Doom. Uh, I hope you guys didn't think I was going to wear that mask for the entire show. Welcome, guys. There's so much to talk about. Uh, Matt Key and Coy Jandro, unfortunately, uh, unable to join us today, so I have taken Matt Key's chair from him uh, because we could not not bring you the news. So today, live from Latveria... We're bringing you all the latest news. Uh, I am, if you haven't met me before, because I've been an, a uh, corp- non-corporeal voice in the booth, uh, I'm Zach Wilson. Uh, you can tweet me at that Zach Wilson. I've got you guys in the live chat and on the Twitters as well. Make sure that you're subscribed to the Popcorn Talk at Popcorn Talk Network on YouTube. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN. Follow Matt Key at the Matt Key and Koi Jandro at Koi Jandro. Now let me introduce my panel for today. I got my buddy Jesse Klein here. Hi everyone, how's it going? Uh, thank you to Doctor Doom for flying me out to his beautiful country. Mm-hmm. I have no problems with it whatsoever, and I am very happy. I hope your accommodations are not too painful. No, they're great. Everyone should go to Latveria. Everything is fine. (laughs) Hi, my friend Dr. Richards. No need to send help. Please do not send help. Do do it. And Markeia McCarty is joining us in studio. Uh, Yes, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. You usually find me on the After Buzz uh, WWE Raw uh, recap show, that, sometimes SmackDown, sometimes pay-per-views, a lot of wrestling, and Sailor Moon Crystal, but I also have a passion in my heart for things Marvel, so glad to help out today. All things Marvel. Doctor Doom. (laughs) The people who haven't met you before, uh, what are each of you guys' favorite uh, favorite characters before we get into the news? Favorite Marvel character? That's kind of like asking for someone's favorite movie. It depends on your time of life, you know? Right now. Right now? Uh, um, what movie are you looking forward to most? I just want to let's get, get to know you guys. Oh, uh, okay, well, Marvel characters. I, I uh, big fan of Captain Marvel, and I mean Monica Rambo. Oh, okay. so okay. we'll go there with it. Or should I say Photon? Or should I say Pulsar? Or Daystar? <laughs> the, and character the character, the character Monica. Monica. Yeah. She's she's pretty. She's uh, fantastic. Yeah, she's she's a you know bad mama jamma. So. As a, as a Pym and Janet Van Dyne fan, I know what it means to like a character regardless of the name. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm in a real constrictor phase. Uh, really, really interested in that character. I've been I've been going over my old Avengers Academy. And some secret Avengers stuff, and uh, rereading through that character. As far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe goes, uh, I really like what they have done with uh, the Hulk, and uh, and I'm excited to see where they're going with him in the future with Thor oh. Ragnarok. Yeah, interesting yeah. because you know the Hulk kind of fell off my radar for a little bit. With you know, love Ang Lee, yeah. love him, but that that was just like what what was that? <laughs> what I, was that movie? I am a fan of. All iterations of the Hulk. I, yeah. I liked every Hulk movie, and the in the Incredible Hulk, uh, the scene where he fights against the Super Soldier is like one of the cool scenes in Marvel movies. Period, mm. and. It's, and it's, like, not talked about because Marvel doesn't talk about that movie. I'm a big Hulk fan. Yeah. Um, I really like Incredible Hulk. 
there's other Hulk movies that we're not going to talk about today. <laughs> but uh, but let's let's jump into yeah. the news since let's this is what everybody's it. here for. Let's start out talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Let's do it. Oh, uh, James Gunn is dropping a few things on us. First, yeah. he dropped yeah. this uh, behind the scenes photo. Uh, take a look. We are 300 days away from Guardians of the Galaxy Ooh. Two, you guys. Okay, it's so it's less than a year. It's so close. Let's yeah. put the countdown clock up. <laughs> Just watch it. For, okay, cool. I love that. Uh, so, I mean, are we gonna are we, are we gonna speculate on what it what it is? I mean, do we think it's gonna start with the destruction of London? <laughs> <laughs> London's just every everyone hates on London. Every right? movie destroys London. Um, no, I don't think they can destroy London. Um, but I mean, the, the picture doesn't have a lot in there except to get us all hyped. Um, he's yeah. he's continuing to tease all of the the stuff that's coming up at Comic Con. That the more he tweets out, because he said. Uh, you might see, this is from James Gunn, you yeah. might see something if you're in Hall H on July 23rd with me in the Marvel panel. Or if somebody secretly films that. But then he implies that they have like some super secret technology. To cancel camera phones? Yeah, it's they might. I don't know. Actually, they might. I it mean, might they're doing the that thing. in concert. Marvel's yeah. got CIA money. Yeah. Uh, the amount of money they just made on Civil War, they could have invented camera blocking yeah, technology. Sure. Didn't Apple just sign over a deal or something for concerts that they could jam cell phones? Yeah. So, I mean, why not have it happen at Comic-Con? Why this not? is going to be interesting. Um, I The thing I like most about this, and it's the thing that I like most about game, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, is that uh, James Gunn is just a showman. Like he's he's a fantastic director, but you can tell he's got almost like carny roots where he he's a showman. Like all of the things that he touches have this natural kind of like thing where it's like he's he's showing off. He likes he likes to kind of brag. He kind of, he he likes that people get excited about the things that he's working on. So like just the fact that he tweets out that picture of a blue screen and like <laughs> stares and is like, "Hey, if you go to Hall H, like that's classic just like a carnival barker." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the he's the one that did Slither, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, we saw that. Yeah. I, mean, I could I could totally see your mind. I mean, there's that. literally like nothing in this photo but just like Chris Pratt yeah. standing there in costume, but it's enough to get me excited. Yeah. <laughs> um the more interesting news that Gunn put out and this has been rumored for a while, but it's now he's he's sort of confirming it as a spokesman for Marvel yeah. uh and it has to do with the scrolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, we've talked about this on uh, Agents of Shield. Yeah, cuz there's a lot well there's a lot of interesting stuff with the scrolls and people have been unsure and no one has from the from the network says really confirmed it, but yeah. this is like I think everyone's taking this as confirmation. confirmation. The the scrolls are co-owned yeah. by Fox yeah. and Marvel. The, the scrolls, because they're linked to Fantastic Four, um, went to Fox with those rights. But the scrolls are also integral to a lot of Avengers stories. So similar to Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, the studios mm-hmm. both have rights to certain pieces of their yeah. stories and the characters. With uh, Fox, with you, Fox, you get the Power Scroll, you get Super Scroll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to you have to wonder if they cherry picked because you know you'd want um, what's her name, Elijah, if you're doing well, like yeah. Fantastic Four. This is where the line is getting drawn. What 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 Gunn says, and he doesn't go into specifics about like a list of characters, but he um, says that some specific. He says, some specific scrolls are at Fox. It was just one tweet that yeah. he used to confirm oh, okay. this. So, like, there wasn't a lot of room. Some specific scrolls are at Fox, but the scrolls as a whole are co-owned. Yeah. Okay. So, Super Scroll definitely, definitely is yeah, at d- Fox because it's so connected to Fantastic Four. He, he I know, has but all their also Fantastic Four. I mean, Lyja's super connected to that. And if you're going to have that, you have to have Poibok, too. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. more, more scroll, than yeah. likely all of those characters belong to Fox. I think what this is more the way that this is more interesting to me is just that the race of scrolls exi- can exist just within the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. So to me this is this sets up an amazing phase 4 because mm. what invasion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well the thing is so phase 3 is like getting cosmic and we're blowing out into the universe because we've done that build where we started yeah. small like individual mm-hmm. stories just learning these characters and their backstories. Phase two got a little bigger, yeah, team ups, Galactus, like crazy stuff, Civil War surfer. blows it up. And then, so phase three is going to lead up to Infinity War. All of our characters together, big event movie. <laughs> you can't get any bigger than that. So, the only thing that you can do is to go very, very small. And that doesn't mean like, 
That doesn't mean like boring stories no. or like no action. But by when I say go very small, it may, you're making it more personal. Character you, make drama. It, you make it just as much drama by making it scary because of just little things that are going on. Like a scroll is the perfect example because a scroll can take yeah. over. Because they're shape And it's tr- yeah. it's all about trust. Then it becomes. Yeah. You can go Who's into the scroll pre-war. Exactly. I mean, and then especially with, like, the Fantastic Four, you know, with, like, Lyja and the such. Uh, something that I would really love is for them to do that whole storyline of, um, oh, uh, what's his name? Um, the one that you just said, Super Scroll. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Super Scroll, him, and the princess, how they got together. Oh, and the... then they have the scroll Cree hybrid, Hulkling. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. exactly... It's like things like that. That's exactly what we're just not going to get in the MCU. Because yeah. that's that's what's owned by Fox. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, but just like taking the, basic, it, the basics <laughs> of Secret Invasion and going from there of who do we trust? Some people are not who we believe they are, and they're going to turn on us at any moment. That's the perfect setup for cross multiple movies. Start th- they can they could have started threading it now. There could yeah. be characters mm-hmm. in Civil War even that like they're like planting as oh well they weren't quite behaving the way we thought they should. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because they're actually they've actually been a scroll this whole time. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, what on if the one Coulson hand, is a scroll. <laughs> well, he's not in the MCU anymore. Oh. Well, that's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole different thing. But no, I get what yeah. you're saying. The the only thing is like um uh just to play the opposite of that is like where will it end? I mean, Tony Stark acts weird all the time. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, is he secretly a scroll? Well, no. Is he locked up somewhere in it could a comatose be. state? Like that's the thing, is like we don't have to follow the books to by rote. And just mm-hmm. like Civil War, you take the base idea and you apply it to what what works in the movie universe in the MCU that you've set up, and you can just have fun with that story. That I would love. If, I would love if it led to a Phase Five Dark Reign, where because that's how <laughs> that's what happened after Secret Invasion is that everyone was like the superheroes didn't protect us; they were all inf- infiltrated. They're all bad. The only people who can protect us are the Green Goblin and, like, all of the villains. So it would be great if we got, like, a Dark Avengers where, like, where we have, like, a Bullseye and Venom and, oh my God, and that, Green that go, Goblin. That goes into, like, a Mr. Sinister realm with, yeah. like, having, you know, like, the Dark uh, Wolverine and everything. Like yeah, that. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. I would love the idea of a Dark Avengers-style story. Like, again, the, the lineup is, like, flexible, but the yeah. idea of taking, like, all all of these anti-heroes that we've slowly built up like yeah like crossbones probably dead well, he's probably but dead. <laughs> but taking characters like that that we've slowly built up across all of these movies of course there's enough of them to start a team yeah. a thun- to do thunderbolts for example like yeah. you, just like just like defenders amazing. is not defenders yeah but it, it doesn't matter it's just a name take the best characters and make a good story out of it yeah for sure um so uh more news uh Going over to Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh. Other studios coming over to Marvel. Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, Tom Holland. This is the world we live in, but Tom Holland sent out a selfie yep. this week, <laughs> and that is news. Um, but I actually love what this I mean, implies. Like, it's what Peter Parker yeah. would do send out a selfie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to, he, but as Peter Parker. Like, taking a picture of Spider-Man. Yeah. Peter Parker was doing selfies before it was cool. He was. <laughs> That's he was, true. He was yep. webbing That's up, actually true. <laughs> he was webbing up a camera with a timer on it and taking pictures yep. of himself. Yeah, like the best action shots ever. Yeah. Um, I love that he did this almost, like, almost a year to the day that it'll be released. That was what he tweeted out, exactly. Yeah. He said, one year until Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> 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 you read Tom Holland's mind. Um, but what what... The thing is, like, if you look at this, he's super high up. Mm-hmm. Um, so what mm-hmm. I'm taking from this is that they are, he's on some sort of pulley system or whatever yeah. Yeah. to do acrobatics, practical effects, yep. not CGI. That just got me more excited for this movie. Sure. If yeah. I couldn't, if I wasn't already at like 105% yeah, excited. Um, but the fact that they're not going to do everything in CGI, that at least some... I mean, look, Spider-Man, like just like we saw in Civil War, there are certain things that Spider-Man does that you just physically can't that do a human with a human yeah. Yeah. There's a whole, There's a reason it. he's a super superhero. Right. Yeah. And thinking about it, when you really think about Spider-Man, the things that we want, we want the wit, we want the nerd, and we want the agility. And like lately, what we've been getting with the Spider-Man movies, yeah, 
like agility to a sense, more CGI agility than anything else. Sure. We got the wit, and I was it Amazing Spider Man. Is that yeah. what I ended up calling it? Um, sorry, I, that that was a little shade. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then and then now we have um, wit plus nerd. And it looks like if they're going to do the practical effects, um, I'm going to be first in line to see this movie. He's, he's I, a, I really enjoyed him. It, it, I it, really enjoyed him. Yeah, in Civil War. We've, ra- also- we've raved about Tom Holland a lot on yeah. this show, <laughs> but like to me, it's just he's got the perfect like that awkward Peter Parker that Tobey Maguire had. That was mm-hmm. that was really to me it was yeah. spot on. And the like the fun loving just like wisecracker. Spider-Man that Andrew Garfield had, yeah, which Andrew was also Garfield, spot on. Andrew Garfield was a little bit too cool. Exactly, that, that and that's the thing. It's like they each had a piece cool. of Spider-Man, yeah. and now we found a kid who can do both, and we can just go forward with <laughs> the perfect Spider-Man. That was my thing about <laughs> Andrew Garfield, where it's like, he and Gwen Stacy are clearly the most attractive people in that <laughs> high school. <laughs> that, like Everyone else in that high yeah. school, number like same with Tobey Maguire, everyone else in that high school is an actual 16-year-old. And then it's like these two models that exist in their <laughs> yeah. high school. With this cool and hair. It, and, it's, and it's like, oh, you put glasses on this really cool-looking dude, and then you have like one of the like most beautiful women in Hollywood right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I wonder why they ended up together. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was the skateboarding Spider-Man, which, like, the thing is, like, I really loved, like, the shots and, like, the sequences of, yeah. like, Spider-Man skateboarding and learning that. It was but I'm fun. like, that's not... It was a fun little like Peter montage. Parker isn't a skater. Yeah. And then Tobey Maguire was, like, 45 when he was... Not 45, but he was in his 30s. Um, but, yeah. I mean, we're not the only ones raving about Tom Holland. No, Tom because Holland's Because the Sony, uh, Sony Pictures president was on was doing some press this week for uh, for other stuff, and he talked about how much he loves Tom Holland. Uh, <laughs> he's like, this is it. This is that character and all of its useful, youthful complications, and I have to save the world and get my chemistry homework done. Great. Perfect. Yeah. That's, that's all I want. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly the vibe that you got when uh, you saw Tom Holland, Spider-Man, uh, with Tony Stark, like yeah. in his bedroom. It's yeah. like you got that awkwardness, that fumbling, but he's also, he's a, he's a hero. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You could you could see that he had that need to be a hero, but for the most part, I liked how just like much he was a kid. Like, what would happen if you asked a kid to become a superhero, like out of nowhere? <laughs> and especially a kid that grew up on comic books, and, yeah, and you know just has that innate sense of good yeah, inside. So. For sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. And he also talks about um, this is another like more reasons to look forward. He talks about how much he's just excited about Marvel. And he's like, they know what they're doing. Um, he's talked about this a few times uh, before, but like, reaffirms their faith in Marvel and confirmed that the homecoming thing, mm-hmm. they absolutely meant it to be like he's homecoming because he's going back to Marvel. That's perfect. Like, they're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're like, it's not the only reason, mm-hmm. but they thought about that. So all of our suspicions were correct. Great. Yeah, there are no coincidences. Yeah. Only kismet. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to talk about this because you guys know I could talk about Agents of Shield all day. Yes, and I often do. Yeah. Uh, Jesse is my co-host on the Agents of Shield after show, and uh, we constantly go over our allotted time limits. Yeah. If the, uh, <laughs> if Megan isn't there to rein us in. Oh, Selena's? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. She, um, she controls. I did Salem and Crystal She keeps her. ours <laughs> under wraps. Um, but the, Chloe Bennett is uh, sharing some details on what she's calling a darker Daisy Johnson mm-hmm. coming in season four. And we've already talked a little bit about, and we've heard all this, the rumors and stuff, that they are going for a darker mo like, darker vibe on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season yeah. 4 partially because they've been pushed back an hour and they're using that to like go a little bit more adult I don't know I want to say adult but like because it's still on ABC yeah but right. they are going to deal with some more intense themes we already saw like just the, the last episode that aired at 10 was an addiction storyline it like it ramped up right there yeah um, and that's what Chloe Bennett is talking about here re- referring to when she tried to go back to Hive right in that finale yeah um, mm-hmm. she says the two people who know that she did that are both dead uh, so no one else knows so sure. she's Free and clear. Um, there must be a moment coming in the next season where she reveals that. I think that she feels she can't get close to people because wherever she goes, death follows. Sure. That hit home with her, especially this time. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing it. I hope 
I, I trust them, but I like I hope they keep the tongue in cheek aspects of Shield because that's like the most fun parts for me. Like I love when they get deep in like some cool storylines, but I like it when they keep like the reason why you have Coulson as a director is so you can have like it be a little tongue in cheek. You mean why you had Coulson why you as had Coulson as a director? That's Poor right, Coulson. Um, I have a feeling he stepped out of his own free will. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but clo- but like. I'm so intrigued by this because what it's setting up is the whole. She, it's true. This is like absolutely how an addict would behave. Sure, is they think that they're to blame, even though it's something that it's nothing that they did wrong per yeah. se. And that's like they're they're dealing with this in a, in a very realistic way. If they're applying how a real person behaves around stuff like this, but applying it into this crazy superhero world. Yeah. Uh, well, that's always the best possible thing to go with anything. Yeah. You make it relatable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, otherwise, what's the point of doing it? Then you just have Spider-Man flying around. Sorry, shade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so much shade for me, Marquia. Someone did I'm not so think it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, because we've got our spectacular movie coming up uh yes. It's going to be spectacular. That's right. Uh, But I'm I'm really excited for what this says about S.H.I.E.L.D. I want to move... The idea that she's going against S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit, um, and eventually... I want to see her have to deal with this issue, and eventually somebody's going to be like, you didn't do anything wrong. Why are you acting like this? Yeah. And now, then she has to explain it. And then the question is how the person... Whoever she tells, how they react. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, cause we don't even know, like, I assume that she would probably most likely tell Coulson or May. Yeah. That's probably where she'd go first or Mac since Mac's her partner. Yeah. But she feels the most guilty about Mac because she really hurt him. Well, that's why maybe that's where she, I think at this point, like she's looking to get punished. Hmm. Like when you're, when you're in that type of like a dark hole, when you know, you've done something that bad. And you've gotten away with it, like you're looking to get punished. So like I feel like you would you would like contact the person you know would hurt you the most. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a very real thing, um, Jesse. That's yeah. that's like huge. That's why people do self destructive acts. That is a self destructive act. It's sure. akin to cutting or and such like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious uh, your guys' thoughts. We talked about this a little bit last week, but a few people in the in the chat are talking about uh, like Randy, Randy asks, "Will it be Hellfire, or Ghost Rider?" And because we've had all these rumors, yeah. And like the we talked again, we talked about this a little bit last week. But the, the so the chain on the on the on the the subway in in San Diego, look, we got Hellfire's chain last year. Yeah. I take that as no signs of anything. But the rumors about the I think it's the the Reyes brothers, yeah, the Reyes um, brothers, and the casting rumor that lines up perfectly with them, yeah, with someone just, in a wheelchair. Oh, I'm so interested yeah. now. Uh, could it? Could they really? Could we have like a chain, a fire chain duel between Hellfire and Ghost Rider that we never <laughs> thought we would ever ask for? But now I want it more than anything else. I oh, man, think... you actually make me a little bit excited for Ghost Rider. I'm not a Ghost Rider <laughs> fan, but that's actually a really good... That's a fun premise. I I don't know. <laughs> because here's the thing. A lot of times, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, parallels what's going on in the MCU. So, like, you know, when uh, when we when we had the um, Hydra come out and Winter Soldier, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. paralleled that... And because we're getting Doctor Strange that's introducing high-level magic into the Marvel Universe at a level we've never seen. With Thor, it was kind of written off as technology that we don't understand because we're so primitive. But with Doctor Strange, we're getting Marvel-level magic at a like at our level right now. And because of that... And because we're going to probably get Dormammu, we're going to get some demon knowledge in Doctor Strange, I think it would make sense for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to parallel that with the Spirits of Vengeance. So maybe we get that. Maybe it's just a Hellfire teaser. I just I, I think it could be a really cool way to backdoor a Netflix show and start tying these different corners of the It'd Marvel Universe together yeah. because they've been so separate because people feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't part of the MCU but it absolutely is yeah. and like yes they've said that Coulson is not going to appear in any of the movies and I understand why they need to do that yeah. it was always like it was one of those like 
I really love Coulson, though. Yeah. Even though this is, like, really weird. And, but like, if you're someone who's never seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, you just be and like, it's, that and, guy died. And that's fair. And, like, <laughs> yeah. let, let's just let that be. It's it's comic books. Like, yeah. we can yeah. let that little thing slide that, like, somehow, despite all the S.H.I.E.L.D., like, files leaking onto the internet, Cap and Tony are blissfully unaware that Coulson <laughs> survived somehow. Yeah, exactly. Even mm. though he's been, like, in the news. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to let that slide, but I want to see the shows interact. Like, there's no reason that Daisy Johnson can't appear da- like in down the road in like an Infinity War, other than logistical purposes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that's like a whole other that's minefield a of difficulties. Monster. But like, you can bring in the movie actors into the TV shows or stuff like that. Like you did with Sith. Yeah, exactly. I want yeah. more of that, or like either bigger people or more direct tie-ins. I think there are ways to do it. They yeah. just haven't. They, so basically, they you're saying gone to it yet. bring it back a little bit smaller. I mean, yeah. what Jesse was saying earlier about yeah, this this has the possibility to get really huge really quickly to the point where you're not going to be able to relate with it. You know, they they well, won't really. I mean, they'll be busy destroying. That's the beauty of Shield and, having a lower budget yeah, is that they have yeah. to keep it relatable. Yeah. But I mean, talking with like going into Doctor Strange and everything like that, like having a Netflix show based on that. I mean, are they going to go on the higher spectrum of it? Are they going to go smaller, like um, a la Jessica Jones with it? Well, what what I was saying is like if there if Marvel's introducing magic in the movies that. It would make sense for S.H.I.E.L.D. to parallel that and introduce magic. And that's the thing that makes S.H.I.E.L.D. so fantastic is while the movies are huge, giant stories, S.H.I.E.L.D. is basically about a family dealing like it's, you know, it's a super soldier and like super agent, secret agent thing. But Mm -hmm. it's mostly like a family comedy slash drama that is dealing with what's going on in the Marvel Universe. And so, like, you can bring, if magic is introduced, you can make a smaller story out of the Spirits of Vengeance. You can make it, and it will still tie into the fact that magic is now existing. Yeah. And even if we can't tie in the, like, the movies and the TV, we can tie together Netflix and ABC TV. Yeah, they never said. And then Freeform when Cloak and Dagger comes out. Like, there's no reason that all these can't interact. They want them to. It's just they haven't figured out the right way to do it. So sending characters that we set up on S.H.I.E.L.D. over to Netflix is the perfect way to start that branch. Sure. And they uh, never said Coulson couldn't appear in a Netflix show. Exactly. <laughs> he did say he he's desperate to appear in Iron Fist. That would be he, the best. Like, cool. like Clark Gregg wants to... It, Iron Fist, I think, is one of his favorite characters, not his it's, favorite. It's my favorite character. He, he is asked, he said, like, I will do whatever it takes to be in Iron Fist. <laughs> um, so I don't... And, like, that's the thing. It's like, there's no reason he can't, like, appear in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he would be doing. Man, like over there, but yeah. I want it to happen. He'd, he'd yeah. be on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he's like he's on. He's a uh, he's checking out a potential yeah. either agent or threat, mm-hmm. like to see what's going on. Yeah, um, I don't know. I want to see it. Uh, and so there will be more Agents of Shield news coming down the line uh, because on Friday, Friday, July twenty second, uh, they're gonna have the Agents of Shield panel at Comic Con, mm-hmm. uh, where they're, they promise to give. Whole bunch more news on next season. I am looking forward to that. Yeah, Director you're both Hill going to be there, right? That, no, I'm not going to be there, unfortunately. Um, but I want to see Director Hill Shield. I would That's what I Director want Hill. more than anything else. Uh, I know that, lo- like, logistically and creatively, it makes a lot of sense for it to be Director May. Yeah. Uh, but I would love Director Hill. As would I. Um, let's jump over to, uh, back, let's go over back to Fox and talk about the X-Men universe for a little bit. because uh, Simon Kinberg has made a couple of statements this week that, mm-hmm. uh, so it's just about the, the, the movies that are coming down the pipeline. Uh, Gambit, he says they are aiming to start filming it in 2017. Uh. So this on again, off again movie is on again? Uh, people are reporting it as like, they're set to start filming in 2017. He's, what he said was... We have a great script on that, and I hope to shoot that movie at the beginning of spring of next year. That doesn't say they, they're going to. Yeah. He says, mm-hmm. like, the producer really wants to. No one has implied that they are going to. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope it, I hope it's about the Thieves Guild. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I hope, is that it's mostly about the Thieves Guild. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Channing Tatum is still attached to it, mm-hmm. so theoretically that movie is still... Going forward, people at Fox seem to like the script enough to keep kicking it around, 
but not enough to put it into production. So I don't know what that says about the project. Uh, it doesn't say that much. Think about Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. took, Deadpool took forever. forever. And yeah. it was fantastic. I, well, it probably says more about what they consider the commercial viability of it. Because even yeah. Deadpool, like, yes, there was arguments about whether Deadpool was going to work or not. There were super huge but arguments. the reason that Deadpool worked is that it broke the genre a little bit in a way yeah. that people, that was new. I don't know what Gambit does that is new, to superhero film and not that there wouldn't be anything fun or good it could be a great movie but in order to stand out with a character that most people have not heard about and comic book fans are familiar with Gambit of course but you need to talk but you need to appeal to non-comic book fans the way that Deadpool did by sending up the genre that's why that became a like a huge like multi-quadrant success I would say most people our age even if they're not comic book fans, know of Gambit just because of the X Men cartoon. Yes, they like, at least he know was like the, he was the standout kind the, of character the in base that storyline. They at least yeah. know that they know about him and Rogue's romance and how they could never quite touch. And they, I, I think the, I think it kind of went into Thieves Guild. Yeah, with, they did. They um, get on to, the, on the did do a Thieves Guild storyline. Yeah, yeah, where it was just him. I wonder. I wonder how the ratings were for that because that really was like a total Gambit centric yeah. uh, that particular episode. I feel like he was like the standout like he and Wolverine were like the standout characters in that cartoon like when people think back about it. So I think it's like introducing this character and yeah and I mean the the go to right now is to make it dark make it gritty. It would be interesting if it's the Thieves Guild then it would be interesting if you made it like a heist storyline and like put Mm. gambit on a team uh, like a dirty dozen style team where it's like everyone's got a specialist you can use like other mutants that are in that world that have like you know maybe gray area stuff like husk or someone like that and like make it like these are specialists that we're going to use to like do do a heist or something like that. Can can he rob a riverboat in New Orleans? <laughs> well, I was gonna say have him rob the X Mansion and like hmm. tie oh, that. But rob it of what? I mean, what would be his? I'd, I'd, his main... But but have it tie that in. Like if there's something, if it's set in the '90s, uh, like hmm. most like what Marvel is saying, like the main X Men stories are in the '90s. Uh, then, uh, or Fox is saying, not Marvel, then, mm-hmm. like, have it be like Charles is setting up his mansion and maybe they've heard about Cerebro and they've got a psychic on the team and they're like, oh, we're going to use her to help us and, like, they they go to steal Cerebro or something like that. And, like, have it be a, th- a, a, a heist story. Yeah. And That's make it just genre. Like, make it genre heist. I, oh, that, I think that's a great, great idea. Good. It keeps it helps it stand out, and like I think that's the key is yeah. that it needs to be a movie that doesn't even get necessarily promoted as a superhero movie. No, it has to be promoted as a superhero movie. But I, I do agree with like it having a relatable genre, like high. Well, what I mean is that you, you need know, to be able to have like cult. I, need, I think you, in order to make a movie like Gambit commercially successful, you need to have. To, uh, you, you need to be able to cut two trailers. Yeah. One yeah. that is superhero comic books, X-Men, yeah. Get and then kids. the other one that's like, <laughs> this is a fun genre piece that is unique and different and everyone can enjoy it because it's craziness. Yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with being a superpowered person, but it's just a good movie that happens to have a power in it. Yeah, and like if you can having do it be a both, relatable genre. Yeah, yeah. if you can yeah. do both... If you can have, if you can cut the those same movie trailers. into those two trailers, yeah. then you've got a success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, there's other movies sure. on the on the docket. <laughs> um, when he when he was asked about the slate, like because they're doing a bunch. This is this I found interesting. Uh, he's like, uh, we're figuring that out now. Uh, I'm giving. I'm, I'm making up the intonation. But um, uh, the first, the first thing we're shooting is the Wolverine movie right now, and uh, we start shooting Deadpool two at the beginning of next year. Then I sit down and start writing the next one of the mainline X Men movies real soon. Which mm-hmm. no one knows what the next like big like main X Men movie is going to be. I had hoped they were going to sort of take a backseat 
to yeah. the more to the more like smaller X Men like, movies. Like okay, so like, like not the after like math new, of apocalypse. Like not new that. mutants yeah. is coming up. That yeah. like that's already been announced. Gambit yeah. is coming. Like if, if Gambit's coming up, like champions. those like mo- yeah, like yeah. all these little things I think could be more fun for a while before we get like another world destroying X-Men story. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I okay. think I think Fox because they've got X-Men and they've got so many characters to choose from, they can really do that like I would watch a Jubilee Mall comedy. Like Who Jubilee at the mall. It's, it's, I would love that. It's it Have all Kevin takes Smith place write it with Joss Whedon. Yeah, it all takes place like it's it's it takes place over two hours, and it's just the movie is like like it's the fidelity to the time in the movie. Just Jubilee at the mall, yeah. something happens. Do, do they and, leave? Do they lose their car in the parking garage? Yeah, something like that. Like I would watch that movie. I'd watch a multiple man uh, like film noir style movie <laughs> where it's Jamie Madrox like doing like I, would I love how much that. you thought this out. Oh, um, I think about funny. it every day. But like, we've also got X Force um, yeah. yeah. in like in that rumor mill. Yeah. So like, they could throw the time travel movie. I mean, I know we got Days of Future Past, but yeah. like an actual like, hey, we're jumping around through time yeah. movie in there as well. Before we have, before we get back to the main team, which like Apocalypse wasn't. It wasn't a great movie. I think because they got <laughs> to big with it and I think going yeah. back to yeah. basics and like just building up these fun new characters especially ones that like we're not as familiar with could be a great way to, to go for the next like three years I, I think I want yeah. four years before I need another main X movie as much as I liked the new like squad that we got yeah new squad's good <laughs> um, the actors work, are all great really yeah. well I just I just don't need that brand again for a little while yeah you know what i would like um for them to do that they don't really seem to do uh i want them to do a movie based around um not even an anti-hero i want it to be a bad guy but they don't even realize that it's a bad guy until like it goes you know further into the movie like uh i'm i'm a big fan of mr sinister and i just really like his you know his kind of origin story where it's like oh oh my god his son has birth defects of course he's going to try to do genetics he's going to get involved with that to try to help that oh he also happens to be super arrogant and that's his downfall but i i would like to see that storyline him rebecca her you know um just straight arming him and then how he becomes mr sinister how he ends up in the whole x-men arc and you know galactus and everything I want to see that movie. Would, it's dark. I would gritty. love to see Mr. Sinister. Justice Seymour. Die hard with Jubilee in a mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make oh, it. Yes. And you could actually have it in Nakatomi Tower. Put it in Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> yeah. In Plaza. <laughs> That's on the Fox lot, have, guys. <laughs> have Beak be the guy. Awesome. Have Beak be the guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, the guy in the limousine. Uh Oh, what was his name? It's a pattern type. Uh, it's uh, either way. Uh, anyway, have have God, that all I be can think of is that Christmas rap song. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I mean we've got other stuff. I mean, we've got Legion coming out, and then yeah. like I don't know if Hellfire Club has been greenlit yet, um, but it's at least in development. Make make ex- make X Force be the Expendables, but with mutants. Like have that be a movie. Oh. Oh man, because a big. Expendables basically is mutants. Like those guys are all mutants yeah. in those movies. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a big leap. Um Kimberg also talked about new mutants. Yeah. We were talking about that a little bit, but he said uh uh when asked if it was going to be targeted for younger audiences was what a lot of people had assumed. He said yeah. again, he's like, uh <laughs> uh like literally the quotes online have uh and um like written into them where he says them. It's he's like, um it's it's very loyal to the comics. I'll leave it at that. And everyone can decide who it's targeted for. Uh, for us, we just go back to the comics and hope we find the audience. So, like, the talking, like, the, I think that overall is a good statement. Like, they're yeah. trying to yeah. just nail what the comics did. Um, I, but again, like, you don't need to be super loyal to the comics. You just need to deliver just a good story. Just kind of fine-tune it to so, the times. Yeah, and I know that, yeah. that, like, they're not necessarily, they, we still don't know about the lineup. He made no comments about that. But um, yeah, it depends he, on who we get. But like with him, <laughs> and then with direct with the director Josh Boone, who's known for Fault in Our Stars, mm. um, 
whatever people they give to this guy is it's going to be interesting at the very least like that like a josh boone directed new mutants movie like something interesting is going to come out of it we'll we'll definitely see it yeah (laughs) i mean the the announcement was enough to be like we're gonna see it let's be honest i would love love to get an anoli avalanche friendship going in a new mutants like those guys are so much fun and uh like yeah it depends on the roster magic would be great to get magic i would love to see magic yeah um because she's not established yet so we could put her anywhere we can make her super young Uh, and i just i just wish she was in the same uh, world as Doctor Strange because like their interactions in the comics recently are so cool are so much fun. It's such a weird like when we get into the future and magic is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. It's such a weird twist on her story. She's like I'm the Queen of Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 16 year old girl and I'm the Queen of Hell. Yeah, which makes sense if you think about it. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, but speaking <laughs> like of yeah. speaking of Doctor Strange, yeah, um, I don't have. Our Doctor Strange here, sure. but uh, there's Doctor Strange news to talk about anyway, because <laughs> last Wednesday, uh, the Doctor Strange prelude book, which I, I went and picked up, came out, and these, if you guys haven't read them, are the MCU like official preview yeah. stories, so they're like, awesome. they're usually uh, like a... a like a just like a like a, a teaser prequel yeah. like a teaser story to set up either a side character or just like where the characters have been between films yeah. it, like the the ones for Thor 2 like explained like how Thor like like got to earth for the Avengers yeah. and then like mm-hmm. left again without talking to Jane so these can be some very fun stories if it was the mid 2000s these would be webisodes like, yeah, like webisodes before a movie. Yeah, but webisodes like, aren't absolutely awesome. I mean, everybody no. saw the Fear of the Walking Dead yeah. webisodes, for instance. Mark, you're just throwing lots of shade. What at people is that? I have, I'm opinionated, <laughs> but uh, yeah. this seems like this is really good. No, He's, this was a lot of yeah. fun. Um, it, uh, it's just it's focused on giving us, and this is the big thing, our first look at uh, Cassilius. Yeah, and I mm. really hope I'm pronouncing that right. Because no one has said it out loud. I would, I would pronounce it with a it's, hard C at the end because, like I said, uh, the name Cacilicus? Cacilius. Because the name is based off of a Roman. Uh, I was telling you about this before. Yeah. A Roman guy who, who uh, lived in Pompeii. Uh, he was a banker, and it was the only like the only building in like a certain amount of area that uh, didn't get destroyed. But when Mount Vesuvius got like erupted. Uh, and so if it's Roman, it would be a hard C at the end there. That is a really cool story, if, if yeah. that's that tied at all that'd to... That would be amazing if it was the tied Mads together. Mickelson yeah. character. <laughs> yeah. Like, he magicked his way through a volcano eruption. Yeah. Without even realizing it yeah. at the time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so we got some really cool stuff in here. Um, and we're, we got some pictures as well. Uh, Wong... Yeah. Master right. of the Mystical Arts, which is the, the first picture in the in there. Um, it oh, that is nicely spaced out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah. There, there's our boy Wong. Uh, we find like who we're finally getting a look at because he hasn't been in any trailers or anything yeah. yet. Um, and I love that he is not just like he's not like oh he's trained in this or like he's he's not a he's not a manservant you guys yeah, we're not, not doing that story yeah. everyone no he is a master of the mystical arts and he is just calm collected like meditating like in this story he's, he's seen he, it all he sees a he sees a, a problem and he has like a he has it uh it out with uh Cachilius, yeah uh yeah. because they want to go after uh the staff that has been out there and they don't they have different approaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Wong is a very calm, like measured like approach. Achilles yeah. is very like, I'm gonna rush in, I'm powerful, I'm gonna take it. I got these um, cool. I recommend <laughs> I'm not gonna just give you guys all the uh the, the yeah. spoilers from the story. I, I really recommend picking up. It's fun. And mm-hmm. uh there's gonna be a second one on August twenty fourth. Uh so just uh, getting us excited for the movie. Yeah. Um nice. But we did get our first like look at him and the the interesting things about Cachilius is that he started as he started on the side of good. Yeah, we we sort of are. See, he's going to be our our villain, 
but he started on the side of good, and he's with a team of people that we recognize. Uh, on the on the, we've got a, a photo here of uh, some p- other people Daniel in this Drum. little team, yeah. the team masters Menorah. of the mystical arts. Daniel Drum, yeah. who is the uh, brother of who the guy who will eventually become brother, brother Voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah, <laughs> um, I had to write that down. I was like brother of. Brother, this is confusing. Well, he's he's a real important character to Brother yeah. Voodoo. Like he haunts Brother Voodoo all the time. Like they have conversations. Like that's yeah. part of Brother Voodoo's. But thing. so this is a prequel, yeah. obviously, to Doctor Strange. So this is all taking place before. This could mean that we we could get, at least meet Brother Voodoo in the movie. That would be amazing. Which is, is rumored, or is is I I would say more likely for the sequel. Yeah. Um, but just setting up, putting in those pieces here is, like, a really cool way to, like, oh, yeah, remember that thing you read about, like, all the way back? Now it's paying off, like, six years later. Well, and also we see Tina Minoru. Yeah. uh, Who's the runaway mom. uh, And this is... The whole plot of this is about a staff that is super powerful. Yeah. And, like, feeds... Swallow light, harness darkness. Yeah. Which seems real similar to the staff of one. Uh, So maybe... Which she had in... The runaways. With the runaways, she stole from her parents, mm. and like when they ran away, she yeah. stole the super powerful staff. So I'm wondering if this is like also setting up for some runaway action. Well, what we get um, towards the end, if we go to the um, towards the next photo, yeah. uh, we get we get our first look inside, a good the look sanctum. inside the nice. Sanctum Sanctorum. I like before that. The uh, home house. Yeah, before <laughs> Doctor Strange took it over. Um, but they're putting it into a cabinet, like, for safekeeping. Yes. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. We go to the next picture. I pulled it in as a close-up, because in the background, you can see the Cloak of Levitation. Thank you. Just, there like, chilling yeah. in a case there. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting, just pointing at just the screen. waiting <laughs> for Stephen Strange. Why isn't that no. case levitating? <laughs> Like, the, the, it's, well, it's, it's you see how it's hanging. Like it's actually not on anything, or the yeah. or the case is chained down. Yeah, <laughs> but like then double the house flo- no. yeah. <laughs> um, there's lots of magic going on there. Um, but the, uh, this is a great thing to get excited about. I'm very interested. I haven't had a chance to talk to Matt about the about the book. Yeah, I'm sure he was just like giggling like a schoolgirl as he read it if he had time to read it because he's super booked up yeah but you know he was just like crying yeah you guys know mac he was crying as he read this book at the beauty yeah um, but it's really cool he art had to buy two um, one yeah. for crying one to read <laughs> uh god that trailer like i'm so excited for that movie it's going to be yeah it looks trippy it looks weird i i've been waiting for Mar- like every time marvel takes a big risk they always get rewarded. Yeah. And I've been and this is like their next big risk. And I'm really excited to see how it turns out cuz Guardians of the Galaxy was a huge risk. Mm-hmm. No one knew any of those characters unless you were a big comic book fan. There was no marketable character that no one could be like, "Oh yeah, even the star of that movie was a not proven movie star." Chris and Pratt? Yeah. Like he'd been on then? TV, yeah. No, no, he 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 had some things underneath his belt before he started that he, movie. He was really unproven, though. He had been on TV and not not led a movie ever. Like he'd mm. been a best friend in movie, he'd been comic relief in like a couple of movies, but that was the first time anyone gave Chris Chris Pratt like anything big to do. Yeah, he and, was just parks. He was Parks and Rec at that point, which he was great in. Yeah. But it was a small a, TV role. He wasn't what am I calling? He was, uh, Human Torch by then. He was never. No, that's Chris Evans. That's Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah. Oh my god, all of them are named Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, <laughs> Hems- Hemsworth, Hemsworth <laughs> Evans, Pratt. and Pratt running around on okay. set together. And if your right, name is it. Chris out there, you have a good chance <laughs> you're, you're going to be, be cast movie. in a Marvel movie. <laughs> you're going to be a movie star, dude. <laughs> I think there are other ones too, but yeah. like there's there's a lot of Chris's on yeah. the Doctor Strange set. You have yeah. Benny Wong is playing Wong. <laughs> yeah, and it's like well, it's Benedict Wong is playing Wong with Benedict Cumberbatch playing Cumberbatch. Somebody's just enjoying playing this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so I'm excited about yeah. it because it's yeah. huge. It's a huge risk. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited. And going into other comic book news, let's uh, go. I needed. Yes. I needed to talk about some comic books today. Uh, the big news that came out was um, 
And I didn't even realize that this was like news because I felt like I read it like three weeks before it broke when uh, Riri Williams uh, oh, yeah. it was announced as the new Iron Man. I guess her takeover is yeah. the big thing. Yeah. That Tony Stark is going to be uh, spoiler alert for uh, Civil War Two. Uh, if you're keeping perfectly up to date, but if yeah. you haven't heard this news, I don't know how you missed it. Civil War Two um, in the comic books, not the movies. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, the to Civil be clear, War II in the comics. Not out. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was justified talking, and also the uh, well, they announced that Riri Williams is going this this, this young fifteen uh, year old African American mm-hmm. woman um, who's like a college student who's like super efficient at science. Yeah, yeah. built like MIT, built in Iron Man suit with leaked specs in her <laughs> dorm room. Yeah. Yes. Um, she is going to be taking over as Iron Man. I Sure. Yeah. Uh, gender doesn't matter. Hey, um, Iron Man is a symbol. Yeah. He's an icon. I did wonder, like, are they going to change okay. the name? But, like, that thought went through no, my head. It's like, Iron Man. They didn't change Thor's name. And Thor is a male name. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, well yeah. it's gender neutral. Well, it doesn't now. have the word <laughs> man in it. Sure. Is, well, so, I, I Either way, she, Iron Man she, yeah. is. It's She'll be taking over for him uh, soon in the comics, and with Tony Stark's blessing, it's like uh, yeah. kind of yeah. like with the whole Spider-Man, and not thing. just not just Tony Stark's blessing, yes. but real life Tony Stark's blessing, because <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr. officially endorsed it this week because mm-hmm. he tweeted out, uh, "Get ready for a new generation of Marvel Bamf," <laughs> which he picked a weird word for Marvel fans because yeah. I read it and I was like, "Wait, what does Nightcrawler have was to do Nightcrawler with this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Nice. When you said real yes. life Tony Stark, I was like, Elon Musk? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert Downey, the actor. Yeah, gotcha. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I like that he's yeah. coming out in support of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I, I liked the character when I met her. My <laughs> only thing is, like, I don't want Tony Stark to go away because he's, no. he's why I read Invincible Iron Man. Like, mech suits, I can get it. Lots of places. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark yeah. is what I enjoy. And so if the two of them are playing together, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah, I, I think mean, that's what it's going to be. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see him as a mentor type of role. I mean, she's not going to have to figure everything else, like everything out on her own just to start off with. Yeah. I mean, not even War Machine had to do that. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, and if, if anything, this is a really good chance for this to open people's perspective. And I think, you know, the people I'm yeah. talking about. Oh, yeah, It's absolutely. like, this is, this is a really great opportunity. And it can fit. It fits with um, Iron Man. It fits in the Marvel Universe sure. to have this because, yes, Tony Stark would definitely help a protege. And that protege happens to be 15-year-old uh, African-American female. Mm-hmm. And that is A-OK. Yeah. And that's actually kind of awesome. And she's, yeah. in, she's in college, so like Tony will go there and teach her all the good drinking games. <laughs> <laughs> and like stick he'll, around and be real it, creepy yeah, with her friends. He'll embarrass her, be fun yeah. dad. Yeah. It's very know? interesting because... If you're looking at the Avengers lineup, a lot yeah. of the names of the of the heroes are the same, but no. only the Vision yeah. is the same person. Yeah. Now it's very wow. it, it's very similar to like when they did like in all the times when they flash forward to the future and they've just like switched up all the roles yeah. of the heroes into different people. That's what this feels like, and but it evolved so slowly that you almost didn't notice it, and it's a very cool. Like way to just like look at like the how the two teams and the teams are very different and they each have their own stories, but it's a new world that we're living in. Yeah, I'm very I'm very happy about this and I love this paradigm shift that could happen for everybody. Yeah, just from uh, following Riri's story. Yeah, but this wasn't the only. He's she's not the only new Iron Man in town, <laughs> and you guys, you yeah. know, I had to talk about <laughs> of this because it was the perfect like. You, you guys hold it up. Yeah, you guys think that uh, it's you, his moment. You, you guys thought that it was just <laughs> Doom was only taking over the Marvel movie news show. Now Doctor Doom is taking over as Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, Marvel announced as well uh, coming in the fall. Uh, also from uh, Brian Michael Bendis, Bendis. Uh, they're going to start a new. Uh, I think it's going to be a shorter run, but yeah. infamous Iron Man. Where Doctor Doom, who's been like running around in Invincible Iron Man, is taking over yeah. for like I don't know if he's taking over for Tony Stark or like or for Riri or alongside her or what like because they announced two new people that are Iron Man at the same time. There are two mm. Spider Man, like Spider Man, yeah, both yeah. running around with the same name. Well, so maybe it'll sure. be kind Spider-Man. of like an Iron Man War Machine dynamic, but they're both called Iron Man. 
man. <laughs> yeah, um, but I love the 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 cover that they put out. Yeah, like, yeah. just Beautiful. like That's the gorgeous. the blending the of like the 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 orange the, 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 yeah. the yellow red blended into the the Doctor yeah. Doom mask with the hood. Ah, I want to read it. I want to read it right now. Well, I like wonder. Um, I wonder if they're gonna do things. Do it like they did Superior Spider Man, where people don't know that it's Doctor Doom who's Iron Man. It's possible because um, with Superior, no one knew it was Doctor Octopus. Yeah, but Iron Man has always been out as like Tony Stark, Tony, yeah. like who it is under the suit. So yeah, I, but, but I mean, Doctor Doom has been going through a redemption story. Yeah, recently in the comics because he after Secret Wars, he's not he has like a clean face mm-hmm. and all this, so he doesn't wear his mask anymore. And he's been trying to help. He has all the Doctor Strange like spells and magic powers. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just, uh, oh my god, are we gonna get a an Iron Man using magic? Well, yeah, that's <laughs> Doom's always been Iron Man with magic. Yeah, but like literally, you know, but like literally, but like, like, like Iron did, Man doing like, it. Yeah. Iron Man like casting spells in the suit. Yeah. Uh, well, did they say in it whether it was that we would know who was in the suits? Because it's a possibility that we just kind of have semi-identical suits. Obviously, Riri's would be a little bit more. Well, uh, they showed. Um, I don't have the photo, but they did show off. A um, a sketch of Riri's oh, Iron her, Man. Yeah, um, not with her, her in it, off. but they showed. Oh, I didn't no, see no, that they, one. They have one um, with her in the Iron Man, like um, iconic Iron Man with helmet off. Um, obviously, it's just a mock up, though. I don't think that's anything that's actually going to be in the comic book, if only for. Uh, she has a very lustrous afro, and that would be very difficult to put in underneath. Yeah, that. I saw that, and I yeah, was like, hmm. so obviously, you know, that's her. I'm not being in the Iron Man suit because, you know, she needs braids. She's going to have to braid it down. Afro that. technology has changed. Uh, Tony Stark perfected it. Uh, he's oh. found a way to Look, just put it down. His, uh, the Iron Man suits have been, like, liquid in yeah. recent um, books. So, like, <laughs> it's it's totally feasible that she has a way to yeah. maintain both the, both the fro outside of right, the suit and right. then contain it with so it. So it would be like some awesome powers action she, with she, uh, Beyonce. She, and she, I would she puts love it in a Lucy, pocket Lucy universe. Lou and Charlie's <laughs> Angels. She puts the afro in a pocket universe that they borrowed from Pim and then just oh, like when the helmet comes okay, off Okay, so there's, there's hammer space that's like in yeah. the helmet itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, I want a pocket universe. But if I anyone did, out there has one, please. Everybody wants a TARDIS. <laughs> I did like that they what they showed in the in the sketch of just the armor. It didn't have her in it. It was just the mm. armor because the only real change that it looked like, well, two changes. They took they, there was no uh, arc reactor glow in the middle of the chest because yeah. she obviously doesn't need to have anything there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the but the only thing that was feminine about the armor was that it was a slightly Smaller. thinner hips. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Which like, not I, I anything love. else. I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. There is absolutely no reason to have breastplates on people. No, just, they've made it very clear ah. that, like, doing <laughs> that is incredibly, like, dangerous towards the person's health. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it deflects, and it does a weak spot, like, right in between. Into your chest. Yeah. and Basically would break your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, yeah, they, they put some thought into it. I'm yeah. excited to read it as they go. Invincible Iron Man books since the announcement since the announcement have been blowing off the shelves. People are excited. Uh, sold oh, out yeah. everywhere, so they're doing extra printings. Nice. Uh, but I'm really excited uh, to see what they do. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be awesome. And uh, so before uh, before we get out of here, I want to make sure we have some time for some shout outs for our merry Marvelites. Hello, Mary. out nice. there. Uh, so a few people, uh, and then people had some, some fun questions. Uh, first I want to, uh, wish a happy birthday to, uh, to Anne, gamer girl. Happy birthday. I hope happy you're having birthday, a great one. Girl. Happy birthday. Um, and then, uh, we got some, we got some questions that I really enjoyed hearing. All right. Uh, okay. uh, one, one, do you think there's enough story to sustain a Winter Soldier solo movie? Yeah. Down the line. I think there could be. Yeah. I think in terms of like where we like where we've got all of our movies lined up, I think him in a team up is more mm-hmm. interesting. And I, I I sort of foresee a phase four or five where we're, we start doing the like 
Winter Soldier and Hawkeye, like the like the yeah. two. We're gonna you, be in you, a title you, times. you also could. <laughs> oh wow, yes, because just the line of just today. The uh, you also could go in the whole realm of yes, sure. That one laboratory, laboratory, wow, laboratory had the drug, and then they made the Winter Soldiers. But in transit, uh, maybe somebody replicated some of the drug, and then another laboratory, completely somewhere else. Uh, some other bad guys made Winter Soldiers, and then they could go off and fight them. Yeah, so I mean, the Bucky Cap storyline uh, in the comic books, a lot of it was about like him trying to figure out what happened those years that he blacked out, and like trying to like uh, I think like a Winter Soldier, Black Widow team up, where it's like him trying to right all the wrongs he did when he was a brainwashed assassin would be a very interesting story. And I'd I watch that. Yeah, a redemption story is yeah. always cool. There's a lot and of yeah. Have a lot of um, flashback things of him being a truly, you know, <laughs> inglorious uh, person. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. So and then yeah. Um, I th- uh, let's see. Uh, Charles Lee asks if you were to relocate. So basically, he's asking if Agents of Shield got canceled. He asks like. And they, when they, the people were going to be sent off to separate Marvel movies slash series. Who would go where? I mean, I want, I want Daisy to go to, to Captain America because I like to study under him. Well, just I like seeing her in the comic books, like when she's like a high, when when Captain America and everyone meets her for the first time, she's like a high member of Shield that they've never met before, and she's the secret weapon that they've been hiding. Yeah. So I, I'd <laughs> love to see that kind of interaction for the first time. Uh, Hunter Jessica Jones, of course. I, I see. I was yeah, going to say Jessica. Mockingbird to Jessica Jones. No, Mockingbird to Daredevil. It's just a lot. It's just just like a baton war. Baton war. That's yeah. that's all I want. I want baton war. Yeah, um, between I, the two of you, Netflix is going to explode. Yeah. Oh my god! I would just give Netflix all the money at this point. Uh, and then Col- Colson Cage. Like I want, I want Colson oh, I and Luke Cage, Cage yeah. to be interacting. Can Colson like manage Heroes for Hire? That's what I'm saying. Well, no, Misty Knight. Misty Knight's got to be the manager. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. But I still like I know that like that has to be there. Yeah. But I would love Coulson as like the they, guy who's like we got a call on third. And <laughs> they both have fake arms, like metal arms. So <laughs> maybe Coulson is secretly Misty Knight, <laughs> and that makes her relationship with Iron Fist very interesting. Oh man, um, and we, yeah. we can play this game all day. But yeah. I want to get some other people's questions there. Um, yeah. Ashley Houchins, uh, Houchins, uh, sorry. Uh, asks, will Thor Ragnarok be the final movie in that franchise? It does mean end of days. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it... I, I still... I, I'm holding out hope for a Mighty Thor movie. Yeah. Like okay. Jane Foster Thor. Okay. I think it's like... Because like really, I don't know where else you it, like take think, that take I, this Thor character yeah. other than into Infinity War. I think it's kind of been mined for right now. I'd like to yeah. move on to others. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Phase Four, where you start switching things up. Like the, yeah. the mystery as they built, like that the the read of when they introduced like Mighty Thor, like the mm-hmm. the new Thor. I loved reading it. It was like the book that I, on Wednesdays, like when I picked up my books, like that was the first one I went to, yeah. especially oh, okay. like when we didn't know who it was. Like it was just a blast reading it. Um, and I think like if they did enough because we're losing Natalie Portman, mm. in the, like the rumors say, if that was like on the table as a potential like wrench and like maybe we're changing it up, the mystery of that movie of who is this person and Thor's fall from being worthy yeah. makes okay. for a very interesting film down line. Again, taking something as it goes so big that and you've got the Grandmaster and Hulk running around in a Thor movie <laughs> and then taking it and making it very small of just like, who is this person? I would love a God of Thunder storyline where we see the three levels of Thor where he sets up his own demise uh, would be really interesting. And then beating the Godbreaker. Uh, and I, I mean, I don't care as long as I get Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> that's that's my answer to that question. I want Beta Ray Bill. I want a space horse with a hammer. All right, that's what I care about. Uh, I <laughs> Beta Ray Bill 
in the MCU. Please do it. I'm still holding out hope we're going to see him on the Grandmasters uh, arena that we all assume is there. But, like, that's what I want. I I would love to see him just pop up and, like... (laughs) He's just holding a hammer, and like we, we maybe we don't even have to deal with him, but he's there. Yeah, <laughs> um, or maybe that's where he like meets Thor and like starts that whole friendship, whole thing. Yeah, I'm so interested. I'm so excited to see that. There's so many more. I'm sorry to anybody who's who I didn't get to in the shoutouts, uh, but next week Matt and Coy will return for Marvel movie news. Um, guys, I have been the voice of Doom, Zach Wilson. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. You can find me on. Twitter, Instagram, all those places at that Zach Wilson, and I have an exciting announcement that I started. We started promoting today. Um, this Friday, yeah, uh, you'll get, you're going to be able to join me, Jesse Janity, Roxy Stryer, and Tiana Hobson for the official of uh, the official Netflix after show for Stranger Things, which all episodes will go live both for the show and for us on YouTube.com backslash Netflix. Uh, we it's such a good show, you guys. You need to watch it. It is Spielbergian explosion of the so 80s. Cool. You're going to want to see it. And be sure to check out Sci-Fi Weekly on the Popcorn Talk with me and Jesse Klein. Yeah. Jesse, why don't you uh, that's tomorrow over? <laughs> yeah, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, you guys can see me do Sci-Fi Weekly. Uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I do live comedy all the time. And I'll be back for uh, Luke Cage and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. here at uh, with After Buzz. Yeah. Yeah. So much more. Coming we'll talk soon. About. Coming nice. soon. It, before it was far away. Now it is soon. Yeah. That's how time works. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Markia McCarty. M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, also Snapchat, Darth Thinmints. Uh, you can find me at AfterBuzz TV, WWE Raw. I help out SmackDown a lot. In fact, I'll be part of the panel um, on July 19th. Uh, it's the SmackDown Live Draft. Anybody who knows wrestling, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be doing that at 1030, July 19th. Uh, also, I'll be on the podcast Shake Them Ropes. Uh, that will be July 26th. If you wanted to check that out, I'll put it on my Twitter and if you like live comedy, I'm also an improviser, along with being a total nerd. Uh, to uh, okay, July 16th, my group Essence Improv. We're it's all black females, all comedy, all classy. We are doing a Sailor Moon inspired improv show. <laughs> it is going to be an hour long at Impro Studio, uh, 7 p.m. That's in Hollywood. Five dollars. It's going to be amazing. All right, guys. This has been Marvel Movie News. Stranger Things 7, 15, 16. I'll see you there. Good night. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.